do your parent do you what do you, your what does your character call your parents like does he uses oh. the phrases mom and dad or does he call them by their names um i'm sorry i'm asking kind of deep uh no. hard questions yeah, that's, that's uh uh, I had uh, sorry a single a single tear came to my eye. Uh, <laughs> I I how do I refer to my parents? Uh, conniving little shits maybe. Um, uh, just to make sure we have everything with your character normal. Um, okay. Um, what is your constitution modifier? That is a good question. I don't have my sheet in front of me. Oh, you should definitely have your sheet. I should have grabbed that. Yeah, I'll go grab that. I'll find it anyway. Okay, I'm back. Uh, oh boy. Cut that out, editor. <laughs> Something. Uh, plus zero. Okay. So I can add zero to everything. Uh, when it's con- when it comes to constitution checks. Oh, I probably need the die too, don't I? God damn it, Nick. I should probably play the fucking game right. Yeah. So get a die. Some uh, get the dice. <laughs> the, all the dice you need. And then a pencil you know, and paper. I just, thought, I just thought we could talk nice, you know, for an hour or so here. That would be fun. <laughs> All right. Editor, cut that out. All right. Um, so you have your dice. I have my dice. Anyways, though, get ready, player one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dungeons and Doves, the 5e Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And I'm joined by Nicholas Meeks, who's playing our unnamed assassin. Would you like to describe your character for us, real quick? Right. Um, so my character is a is a human rogue, um, and uh, I, I I chose him because he sounded like he'd be the easiest to play. Because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> So because of that, I, I wanted to create a character that's extremely relatable. I was raised to be an assassin by my parents, you know, much like real life. And I was a really grueling childhood because they, they would abuse me. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't think of me as anything but a tool, really, to further their, their own sort of uh, gain, I guess, uh, around... Uh, my somewhere in the middle of my teenage years because uh one i actually i don't have a name my parents never named me uh you know the typical parents i guess and uh around my teenage years they actually abandoned me and left me on my own thinking maybe that i i wouldn't be able to survive by myself so i've been parentless orphaned as it were for uh how many years now like six ish i also am not entirely sure how old i am like 20 ish so yeah, that's like a, a like a kind of a short a short little anecdote, I guess, on my on my backgrounds where I come from. What does he look like? Uh, he's actually a, he's actually very, uh, very pretty, kind of uh, much like me. Um, got jet black hair and kind of suave looking, kind of mysterious looking. Think like Russell Brand, but in a not really long hair, a little bit shorter and smoother kind of way. So exactly like you. Kind of like me. Yeah, look out, talent agencies. Uh, <laughs> and uh, typical to human rogue fashion, I think he wears a duster. duster. Um, What's a duster? 
I'm a duster, st- like a like like Harrison Ford in Blade Runner, uh, like a lot kind of a, as a, like a long coat. Oh, okay. But you know, like think PI yeah, detective. Yeah, yeah. All right, not a trench coat, but similar. Okay, <laughs> I think all all human rogues wear dusters, right? Usually cloaks, but dusters would work. Oh, okay. Like something right, with well, a I'm hood. a little bit. I'm a well. I'm a little bit different for than a typical human rogue. Yeah, yeah. So you're a wandering nomad at this point, right? Sure. And you wander into a town. The guards kind of stop you and ask for your business, but really nothing too hard. You basically tell them you're just a traveling nomad, and they let you in. And you go to the closest pub, which the pub's That's name really- is uh, the Drunken Tree. Oh shit! Do I have, do I have to remember this? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is okay, this is me bullshitting everything. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, as I have a have the memory of a goldfish, so I'm surprised I took note of the name of the building. Also, I'd like I I know I, I'd like to take the opportunity to mention that uh that uh my real parents are actually very loving, doting parents. Just in case anybody didn't didn't really want to get the joke earlier, <laughs> yeah. Um, and just in, in the event that my my parents are listening to this for whatever insane reason, uh, I, I love you guys. Thanks. However, he does have long jet black hair and very swallow. I do. I do definitely have long jet black hair and look like a miniature Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah. That that part was true. Um. I don't know why I chose <laughs> Russell Brand. It's like the first celebrity that popped up into my head. Like, mm, that long, greasy hair. Oh, All the, yeah. All right. So you walk into the drunken tree, and you're just here to just some place to rest your feet. And it's pretty dark out. It's uh, close to midnight. Not a whole lot of people oh, here. That's past my bedtime. You're a rogue. You don't give a shit. Who's gonna care? Your parents. <laughs> <laughs> that was low. <laughs> talk, don't talk about my parents like that. There's a dwarf manning the pub bar, and there's like three very drunk out of their mind characters here. None of them are interacting with each other. They're all at their own tables. They all either looked passed out or just not worth your time to mess with, unless you want to pickpocket them, of course. But that's up to you. What do you do when you walk into this pub? Well, I pickpocket them, of course. No hesitation. I, I mean, I walked in here with zero money. I don't know what it, what it was expecting. I need, I need a beer, right? Yeah, sure. If you want to get a beer, we can start doing this. Uh, roll oh, a yeah, d twenty. Yeah. We're gonna do a light of hand check. See, I said that very confidently, but now I'm not entirely sure if I meant it or not. <laughs> uh, don't worry. These guys are drunks. So- They're not gonna do much in the consequences. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm gonna roll what? It's a dex check, and you do add your dexterity bonus. Huh. So my dexterity bonus is plus three. Yep, so you add three to the roll you're about to make with the d20. Oh, great. All checks will be with the d20. Okay. Well, I'm a, I'm a little bit confident now. Still not in my ability to count to 20. Um, oh, there's, there's 20 on the dice, though, so that's great. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll this now, right? Correct. Okay, I'm going to roll it right now. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, rolling. I, I rolled. What'd you get? I got a three. Add three. That's that's good, right? Uh, six it, is good, right? Uh, it might be. Well, let's see what he rolls to contest that. He has oh. dis- he has disadvantage because he's drunk. Uh, he rolled a five. Okay. Uh, this man does not have a high dexterity, so he doesn't get to add things. I, I got some money, right? Um, I'll tell you what you get. Uh, okay. so you're you're picking uh, you're reaching in his pocket and you feel some some coinage. But it's kind of sticky, so it's kind of gross. But you pull out about five silver pieces. And some bubblegum, apparently. 
All right. Well, I guess how, how much does a beer cost? Um, you can ask the dwarf. Uh, okay, I guess I'll go ask the dwarf. If I have to go back and pickpocket somebody, though, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Okay, so I've reached the bar and I've got to ask in the dwarf, yo, dwarf, how much does a beer cost? Uh, let's see. Um, five silver pieces. That would do just fine if you want a simple beer. Hold on, dwarf. Also, I want to know where you're from. Uh, I'm I'm from uh, born and raised from this town. All right. What you 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 question me, son? You don't believe me? You you make me out to be a liar? Oh, you know, I ain't calling you a truther. Sorry, is that copy? Is that copyrighted? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can that. <laughs> uh, Spelled uh, differently. Spelled yeah, true. True with a with an e in the middle. Yeah, there you go. Truther. No, I am. Uh, I'm not calling you out. Really, I just want a beer so I can get drunk. Uh, it's 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 midnight already. And, yeah, you know, yeah. It's... I'm messing with you. Uh, he uh, he pours this simple cu- uh, mug of beer and he slides it over to you and takes. The I five hope silver. it's free because he didn't tell me how much it cost. Wait, did he tell much how much it cost? He said five silver pieces. I'm losing my mind. Oh man, I go, okay. Well, thanks for the beer, fellow drunk friend over in the corner. Uh, the drunk fellow actually just raises his head and just slams it back on the table. Oh god, that was violent. <laughs> He's like, "Huh, what?" And then flam. So you got a beer? I got a beer. I'm just uh, I'm just gonna sit over in my corner and drink it by myself. Uh, the barkeep starts yelling at one of the drunk people. He's like, "Hey, you with the blue shirt! You've been here all day. Are you even alive over there?" And the blue shirt guy does not move. And the dwarf gets off of his uh, stepping stool. Um, and now he's no longer eye to eye to basically your level. Um, and he walks over to the guy with the blue shirt and he starts shoving him, poking him. He's like, hey, gotta pay for your drinks. And the blue shirt guy looks up and he is so disoriented. And he shoves the barkeep down. All right. You listen here. I've. I'm a law-abiding citizen, so it is my right to get free drinks. So you can go shove it. And then he locks eyes to you. What are you looking at? I like what I'm hearing. I want free drinks too. In fact, I just topped myself off after that. Uh, uh, the the barkeep left to go talk to this dude over here. So he saunters over to you uh, as if he's not listening. He then, like, leans in very closely, and you can smell his breath, and my god, it is basically 90% alcohol at this point. <laughs> you can almost get drunk off of his breath alone. Oh. Uh, and he squints his eyes, and he looks direct, just as if he's having trouble seeing. I don't like your tone, mister. Nobody ever does. You kiss your mother with that mouth! Uh, did I swear? Uh, he, uh, he actually swings a punch at you. Oh my god, well, where are my evade, what are my evade skills at? Uh, you don't get to evade, he, so what happens what? in combat, he rolls a d20, and then he gets a number, and if that number beats your armor class, then it hits. This dude's gonna kick my ass. Maybe. Your armor class is 14, so he has to roll 14 or, uh, 14 or more. I didn't even say nothing. He's drunk. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, he rolled a 12. So um, that does not hit your armor class because that's 14. Oh, sweet. I have so much armor. It's unreal. Do you, How are you going to respond to this fist coming at your face? Is this the dude that I pickpocketed earlier? Uh, no. 
Oh, okay. Uh, can I steal his money? Uh, you're going to have disadvantage on that check. So meaning you roll two dice and you take the lower uh, roll because he's... Can I, punch, can I punch him in the face and steal his money? I mean, yeah, you could try to knock him out and then steal cool. his money. All right. Oh, that sounds like a good game plan. All right, team, break. Okay, so you roll a d20, add your strength. That is an 8 plus my strength. Yep. Strength is plus 2. That's 10. All right, yeah, that hits. Uh, then oh, roll me a d4, which is the pyramid-looking dice. Okay. That's it. Once again, the, the counting the counting thing is, you know, really tough for me. Uh, so you roll the d20, and that tells you whether you hit him or not. And now that you've hit him, we've decided how much damage he takes. And that's where this d4 is comes into play. <laughs> I don't even know how to read this. It's the one on the top. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, they're, they're all the same numbers on every side. My God, the person who made this die is a genius. <laughs> He's so good at math. Uh, it was a four. Uh, plus your strength. Oh, yeah. That's plus two strength, right? Six. Uh, so you do six damage to this guy's schnoz. Dude, I just, I just ended this person. You I feel broke really his bad. nose. His nose is just obliterated. It's a geyser of blood. Uh, he's still... I hope they got a plastic surgeon in this town. <laughs> I feel kind of bad. Eh, magics can do wonder. Oh, there's magic, too, in this world. That's right. Yeah. Um, he's still still alive and awake, and he, he holds his nose. He's like, oh, God, man. Ah, oh, oh, my nose. You have me around the schnoz, man. Oh, God, what did I do to you? And... Uh... Uh, I just want, I'm sorry. I just want to laugh at him. I think he's funny. Yeah, he definitely. What a character. <laughs> he, uh, what a guy. What, what a, a guy. What a couple of cards. Uh, can I roll a die to, to befriend this person? Uh, and then steal his money? That's. You know what? He's pretty wasted. You could you could try to talk to him out of this. I've got I've got charisma out the wazoo. Yeah, try to talk to him, Apparently. and then we'll make a charisma I don't, check. <laughs> Uh, wait, <laughs> did I talk to him? Yeah, yeah, A charisma yeah. check. Well, okay, first, what is it? Uh, play this out, see what you say, Okay. and then we'll make a charisma check. Uh, so I, I, I just, uh, I just talked to the dude, okay, I said, hey, uh, friend, I, I want to be your friend. Just hit me let's, in the nose! Let's talk this out, friend. We oh, can be friends. But my friend. nose! Friends, friends. Is this my persuasion working? Is this how persuasion works? Friends. Uh, roll a, a charisma check. <laughs> oh, we're gonna be such good friends. Persuasion. Okay. Um, a charisma check. What do I? What is that? What? D twenty is that? D twenty still. D20. All checks are with twenty. Um, Great. Uh, seventeen. Oh yeah, that'll freaking do it. Seventeen plus two charisma, and two times persuasion. Oh, you have two times persuasion, so you, uh, you that yeah. doubles your uh, proficiency bonus, and you add that. So your proficiency bonus is plus two, so you add plus four to that, and then you add uh, okay. your charisma modifier, and you add your thing. So that was 17 uh, plus two, 19 plus four, 23. Okay, great. So this dude and I are, like, best buds. Uh, oh, but you punched me in the nose. <sighs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, sorry I'm, about that. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I, I, no, no, it's no. like a friendly. It's like a friendly greeting where I'm from. I'm from out of town. You see, is it? Well, that's yeah. Oh, I'm sorry though. I, I didn't mean to be all. I'm terribly drunk. 
I've had too many drinks, and the barkeep's like, and you still owe me! I'll pay you. Oh, God, my nose. He turns around and starts to pay the barkeep the money he owes. I want to check in. I want to check and see how deep this guy's pockets are. Uh, Roll. Do another sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand check. That's a that's a two. Uh, versus him. Four. Uh, wait. Uh, do I I add dexterity? Correct. Okay, so five. Again, he has disadvantage because he's drunk. He rolled a nat one, so that's not good. When you roll a nat one, that's oh. a critical fail, and you don't get to add anything to it. It's just oh, that a... sounds just like me. Critical <laughs> failure. <laughs> So he uh, he does not notice this. In fact, you probably, like, check. You basically frisk this guy without him knowing. <laughs> things, things got a lot more sexy without my, <laughs> my wanting. Um, you actually gain three gold pieces from this man and two silver. Oh. oh, great. Well, cheers to being friends. And you also get a letter. Mm, a letter. Yep. Can I open this letter? Uh yeah sure you can should I open should I open this letter right here? That's your choice, dude. Oh okay, I guess I don't really mind. It sounds like fun. I like letters. I never get them because I don't have any friends, so letters are sort of a novel concept to me. You open the letter. It's in thieves' cant, which is you know thieves' cant because well you've been trained by your parents. We're very strict on teaching you thieves' cant and all other assassin tricks and traits. Of course, they were pieces of shit. But this you don't really see it anywhere. You try to decipher it, and what it is is a few coordinates, actually. And on the bottom is your dad's signature. Who? Who? Okay. Uh, okay, so we got my dad's signature. I I know for sure it's my dad's signature. Yeah. Okay. How does the does the letter does the letter have a date on it? Uh, it does not. Oh boy. Huh. Well, I can't I can't imagine this dude's carrying some old letter around just just cuz does the letter say anything about current events or or anything does it does it look old or is it is it like a new a bright shiny new letter it doesn't look bright new but it also doesn't look that old it looks like maybe a few days old not necessarily like a few days old yeah oh my god yeah it's a bit crinkly and crumpled um Oh, no. At this point, the drunk guy turns around and notices you carrying the letter. He's like, hey, did I drop that? Well, hold on a second. I'm, I'm still reeling a little bit here. Like, I just fired my therapist. I don't really <laughs> I don't really know how to take this. Hey, man, how about you give me that letter back? I need it. Stop reading it. Well, here's the thing, friend, friend. Oh, yeah, friend, friend, uh, friend, friend, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, I need the letter. I need the letter. That, that a, a couple gave me that letter. A couple. Yeah. They. Ah, oh. See, see, all the all the dots are really, uh, really connecting here. Yeah, he's... connecting all the dots. I don't know where I'm going with this. There are <laughs> dots, and I'm connecting them. But I still want the letter. I still I, I, really want this. It's letter. okay, man. I see dots too everywhere, but I I, I can't connect them. I need that <laughs> letter. It tells me where the next big heist is. The next big heist? Eh, not really a heist. It's next job, I guess. Uh, friend. Since we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. Um, 
I would be of. I think that I could be of service on this next heist. No, no, no. They no, said no, come you see, alone. You, you say no. You say no. But uh, see, I am an assassin. That's a secret, though. You can't tell anyone. You're an assassin. And he leads in closely. You're an assassin? Yeah, but you can't tell anyone. Huh. I'm an assassin, too. Yeah, that's, I know that because we're friends, and friends know everything about each other. Well, if you're an assassin, and I'm an assassin, well, that makes us a couple of cards now, don't it? Yep. Uh, we are two cards in a pod, friend. Yeah, so let's let's do this heist thing. It sounds like a lot of fun, and uh, I, I think friends really usually help each other out. Not that I have friends, but I have friends now, I guess. So I think that we should do this together. No, what? I don't think I can go. I drank way too much. I have a broken nose. You can go okay. on ahead without me. Oh, you know that that sounds like an even better idea, yeah. friend. I'm a I'm a lay down a little bit. I'll catch up with you at some point and he falls forward and starts snoring. Well, that was really easy. This game is a this game is a breeze. So what do you do from here? Well, I'm going to go to the coordinates. Hello, everyone. It's Spencer Dove again, your Dungeon Master. And I interrupt this broadcasting for breaking news. This is our final backstory episode. Do you know what that means? Well, first of all, our scheduling uploading the episodes are going to be a little bit different now. They're going to be more of every other weekend instead of every weekend, because I feel like these ones will, first of all, take more editing time, and also just, I don't think I could do uh, every week for editing anyways. The other thing that this means is we're going to be a group now. We're going to get the gang back together, or at least uh, together, but we're going to get the gang together, man. We're going to make a band. Sounds dope. I'm pretty excited. I don't even know what the hell's gonna happen. I'm the Dungeon Master, and I don't even know. But anyways, usual shout-out time. Uh, shout-out to Big Giant Circles and Topi Fox for letting us use their music for this podcast. You can go check them out on their Bandcamp. They have plenty of really good music there. Uh, their links will be in the description. A uh, shout-out to my dad, who streams Minecraft. He just finished his three-year stream anniversary. And congratulations to him if you like Minecraft or perhaps modded Minecraft that once you get into it, you don't know what the hell you're doing. And then he starts talking about things you've never heard about in Minecraft, like magics and tools and EMC and alchemy. You're like, what the hell? And the new crafting tables. You're like, what the hell? If you like that type of stuff, you should go check him out on Twitter at Katrim. His link will also be in the description. If you have any questions or comments about us, please follow us on Twitter and tell us through there. Or maybe uh, SoundCloud or wherever podcasting services, if you can leave a review, that'd be great. Most of our news will go to Twitter, so you should follow us at Dungeon Doves. And perhaps you can shout out to your friends and family to listen to us, because I think we're pretty amazing. But also, uh, if you do that, or leave a review that I like, I might use your name or a name you choose in the podcast. Um, if I don't find a good place to put your name, I'll instead shout you out in this little interlude part, because you deserve it. 
If you have any criticism about my dungeon mastering or my editing, please tell me. I'm still learning. I, I would like any advice you can give me. I'm still new to this. So that gives you another reason to follow us on Twitter and just tell me right away because that'd be dope. Anyways, I think that's the end of the breaking news. Um, so we're going to go back to Nicholas Meeks, who's playing our unnamed assassin, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, so what you can uh, decide from the coordinates, the coordinates are leading you to a town. I'm assuming your character probably has some sort of map, uh, given he's a nomad, and and it takes you to a town called Fleischpacker Town. Fleischpacker. Yep, Fleischpacker. Fleisch, Fleischpacker, okay. Uh, that's where you know where it's at. You, you haven't gone there yet. But you do run into something during your traveling. You actually run into... Well, you haven't run into anything yet. You just hear a large loud monstrous scream oh i mean that sounds about normal i this this has stopped me for what reason because you 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 hear loud footsteps rapidly moving and they're getting louder and they're definitely coming your way oh people are trying to assassinate me see as an assassin i would know the footsteps of another assassin assassins can really differentiate differentiate the um I guess difference between footsteps of a of a normal not mm. assassin and an assassin. So it's an assassin, right? Mm-hmm. Or you, okay, it's not an assassin. Oh, <laughs> see, see, as an assassin, I could tell it wasn't an assassin <laughs> because assassins can differ- differentiate the footsteps between an assassin and a non-assassin. So I for sure knew that it was not an assassin. Yeah, it's definitely not an assassin. This guy is not being quiet. Okay, I, I'm putting my ear to the ground, and I'm, like, listening to the vibrations in, in, in the dirt. Um, and it's definitely a, a, a thing that's coming towards me. Roll a perception check. Okay. That's a 14 perception so I rolled a 14. Plus your wisdom? Plus wisdom? Yep. Uh, nothing for wisdom either. Okay. Oh, sorry. Minus one on wisdom. Okay, so it's a 13. Oh, hell. That's no good. I knew I wasn't very smart. I should have gone to college. <laughs> that would explain why I couldn't tell the difference between the footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you do hear the footsteps. are coming out qu- pretty fast. And right when you look up, you see this. It's not a monster. It's humanoid figure, but he is not human at all. Okay, see, I knew you weren't an assassin. <laughs> He's about seven foot tall, probably as wide as a bear. He's running at you, not, ne- not necessarily at you, but he's running in your direction. He has not noticed you, however. Do you want to do anything? Uh, can I offer him a, a position as a center in the NBA? I'm going to say no. Okay, well, that kind of, all my ideas are uh, gone now. Okay, so this this seven-foot bear monster is in front of me, and he's kind of menacing. Uh, let me describe this character a bit more. Hint, this guy's important. You might want to write down notes if you want to, or at least remember. Oh, okay. So, you this guy, he has a green and palish skin tone. So he's obviously not human. His bottom row teeth uh, has tusks that are reaching above his top lip and he has a large scar 
on his right shoulder that you can tell is fairly fresh, maybe a few days old. You look into his eyes and they're very bloodshot red, as if he's in a fit of rage. He has a mohawk that slowly turns into a ponytail on the back end. He's just wearing this potato sacky clothing. It's like a biker bear. He's a half orc. Oh, okay. He's half human and half orc. He's a biker orc human. Yeah, he's a biker orc. Oh, cool. Okay. Biker orc. And at this point, he does notice you. Roll for initiative. Okay. Uh, wait, can I try something first? Sure, what are you going to do? Okay. Friend. Yeah, that's not going to work. You can uh, okay. roll, uh, uh, roll a d20. Um, Why not? Let's let's see what this uh, works. All right. I, I don't know. Um, That is a nine. Okay. Uh, do I do I add anything? Uh, your proficiency and your charisma. Okay, charisma is plus two, so that's eleven. And your proficiency? Proficiency is zero. Okay. Wait. I, I thought you were super proficient in persuasion. Wait a minute. Oh, persuasion, right? Oh, yeah. it's persuasion. Never mind. Two times persuasion. So fifteen. Yes. Well, he rolled a nineteen. But I. Oh. So this does not work. Roll for initiative. <laughs> okay. Uh. Oh, shit. I just rolled a 20. All right, that just means you're going first in this battle. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> All right. It is your turn to uh, to attack or do whatever. Hold on. I'm, like, digging through my rucksack here trying to find... <laughs> <laughs> do I use the short sword or the two daggers? I don't... Okay, so I roll. I rolled my d20, is what you said? Correct. Okay. That is a six. And do I add it? Uh, you add, add your dexterity to this one because... Okay. Okay, plus three. Nine. Nine? And your proficiency bonus, because you are proficient in this weapon. Oh, uh, persuasion, right? Two times? No, proficiency. So, plus two. Where's proficiency? It's above, uh, your skills, which is saving throws, and above that. Oh, sorry, yes. Proficiency bonus, that thing right there. Okay, the game makes a whole lot of sense now. Alright, math, math would Wait, say 14, yes, I think. 14, nope, never mind. 9 Math plus 2, 11, yes, plus 3, 14. And that does hit. Alright, then you add, you roll for damage. What's uh, the short sword damage, it should say on the sheet? Short sword damage, uh, what does that say, 1db? 1d... Oh, 1d6, six. Six. d6. Okay. Okay, so, d6. 7. Uh, yeah, you do 7 damage to him. You Is there any special way you want to attack this guy, or you're just flailing this sword? Uh, I, can I do like a, like a tornado... A sword dance sort of thing. Sure, why not? Uh, I wanna. I want this fight to play out like something out of the Matrix. Okay. Okay. Can we do that? Can we have like the audience visualize that somehow? I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll see what I can do. All right. So as this uh, this half orc is running at you at full speed, time slow uh, starts to slow down, and you just move really fast, slicing him right on the shoulder as you spin right by him, and he his head follows you. Um, even though you're moving so fast and everything kind of stops around you, but it's just you and this half orc and he, you've just hurt him. And now he's running at you. Does a 15 beat your armor class? It sure does. Uh, he's going to smack you with his great axe. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. Uh, how does five damage do? Well, it brings me down to three hit points. Uh, it is your turn now. All right. Uh, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll for the courage to not pee my pants now. That's a that's a seventeen. So I'm assuming you don't pee your pants. I I don't think I did. Okay. Um, 
Uh, oh so, yeah, uh, by the way, when this half-orc attacks you, uh, and he sli- uh, when he runs over to you, reels his uh, great axe right to you, and you were going to do like this matrix, uh, moving backwards to dodge it, but you timed it poorly, and it scrapes the side of your body, dealing that much damage. Oh god, I knew I wasn't the one. <laughs> and he yells out, Oak! It is your turn. Oh, yes, Oak. As okay, actually, well. um, hold on. As you try, uh, as you're thinking of something to do, you see not a half orc. This guy is actually a full on orc. He comes, uh, running right behind Oak, um, and he yells out, "Oh, hold on! I gotta think of a voice for this guy." <laughs> Make him. <laughs> is he? He should be from Boston. Boston. Hey, I found you, orc. And he runs <laughs> over to the half orc. And he smacks him with his greatsword. And that's a 15, so it does hit him. Holy cow. And that does a solid a 10 damage. Okay. Uh, um, so this, this... Actually, hold on. I accidentally did something wrong. Uh, you did damage oh, no. to him before, right? Yeah, I did. You did like six damage? I did like seven... Se- se- oh, nope, you did seven. You're right. That I act- did like... 18 damage. Well, I'm pretty sure. You did seven. Well, at least you thought you did seven. You actually only did three. Okay, good. This orc who just attacked him did supposed to do 10 damage, but he only did five. Huh. Uh, the half orc, um, now having a greatsword slash his fit of, uh, you see his eyes, they now pulsating and even more anger and he kicks the orc away and kind of it the orc is now thrown basically at you make a quick dexterity check see if you can dodge this Wait, body coming at you uh, a boston orc is coming at me yeah boston orc is coming at you oh no i thought this dude was gonna save my life um uh dexterity check yeah okay so i rolled a 10 uh dexterity plus 313 yeah that'll do uh, he he basically is flying towards you, and you just back away, and he lands at your feet. And the non-Boston uh, orc, half-orc, he yells Oak again, and he runs into the forest, disappearing. Okay, uh... Oi, that son of a bitch! <laughs> yes, God yes, damn. Boston oh, God damn, I just... Scottish <laughs> <horse>. <laughs> I agree completely. Wow, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on, okay if you apologize to shit. people from Boston everywhere. It's it really it's no big deal. <laughs> really, if you if you ta- if you can think of Mark Wahlberg and just talk like him all the time, you you've kind of got most of it down. Mark Wahlberg. I think I uh fuck I can't find right, Chicago uh, let's, with let's this skip deep the Boston. Act, uh, he's not voice. Boston orc anymore. He is um he's uh he's Iowa orc. He's orc. He's uh, we'll just say he's orc. There's oak and there's orc. <laughs> Son of a bitch! That guy just hit me real good. Oh god! He looks back at uh, he looks at you. And uh, what are you looking at? Thanks for saving my life, Mister Boston Scotland Iowa orc guy. Uh. Hey, 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 you shouldn't be thanking me. I only oh. am after him. 
were you what were you doing with him? Are you Yo. are you part of his little gang? No, that sounds like a really bad idea actually. I'm pretty sure I just peed my pants. Uh, uh, you tiny humans can't handle the strength of an orc, let alone a half orc trash. No, um I was just kind of minding my own business walking through the uh, dark forest at night and then a uh, oak comes around the corner. Uh, I could tell by his footsteps that he was definitely an orc, not some sort of assassin or anything trying to kill me. Uh, and uh, he, he just kind of, he was he was there all of a sudden in all of, in all his glory. I shouldn't phrase it like that. That sounds kind of weird. I, I get you what you're saying. Oh, God. Uh, all right. You don't actually look too weak yourself. You were probably outside of your element, I understand. You're not a tough barbarian orc like I am. However... I've been, I've been trying to kill this half-orc for a while now. Maybe you can help me. No. That sounds like a terrible idea, Mr. Boston Scottish Bayou Orc Man. Call me Krog. Okay, Krog. <laughs> Krog, um, what's in it for me? What's it in for you? Well, let, let me give you a little backstory. So, Oak is a disgraced half-orc. We've... Uh, he's trash and he's a son of one of the greatest orcs alive and well we don't like the math orcs they ain't pure they ain't good enough and i need to kill this man and if you kill this man for me i can make your pockets a little bit heavier or maybe get you a few treasures and let me say uh i might let you live oh okay so what you're saying is i be committing i'd be helping commit or helping the cause to commit something of an act of uh, an act of genocide because he's carrying my leader's blood in his veins and it's been tainted with human blood and we can't let that Uh, go on uh, so i've been assigned and a few other orcs to hunt him down and since he was in a raged fit he's probably long gone so i'm just trying to recruit you so we, so we can then find him easier. Just, you know, spread out in a way. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I honestly, I'm not really super interested in your whole family kerfuffle, that sort of jazz. That's just, I, I don't, I don't really care. But if you're, if you're going to pay me, I don't know. I could, I, I could stick a sword in his neck. If you agree you're going to kill this man. I'll let you leave with your head between your shoulders, and maybe we'll pay you. I don't know how much I want my head between my shoulders, but yes, that sounds good. All right. He puts his great sword back, uh, sheathed it on his back. Okay. Uh, also, I just I would like to point out the the more uh, the more I get more confident, the more I get paid. So I I would like, like this like uh, I, I this confidence. You know, boost you know if if i get paid like a ton of money i want to be super confident Uh, okay if i'm not getting paid to do anything i'm a freaking coward man i'm gonna run away but i'm feeling like i'm feeling like super good right now about this whole thing but don't take this man lightly he is a strong half orc all right um well i mean he did just throw you across half the forest so i believe you yeah that's why. I'm but. assuming you're an assassin of some sort, based on your attire you are wearing a... a, a <laughs> you, you saw the duster? Yeah, you, oh, yeah. The duster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Only the finest assassins around wear a duster. You're fucking right <laughs> about that. 
So, maybe perhaps an assassination would be better rather than a head-to-head -head fight. However, if you fail me, you know what? I will kill you. Oh, well, um, I've never failed before in a sneak attack. Fighting head-on isn't really my thing, so... I don't know. That sounds kind of right up my alley. I think this is easy money for me. All right. Well, what's your name, kid? Uh, that's a good question. What do you What do you got for me? I'll just call you small kid. Okay, small kid's good. Uh, he puts his greatsword back on his back and sheaths it, and he walks away. You continue on to your path to reach the coordinates to Fleischpacker Town. <laughs> Fleischpacker. Yes. So now you're in the middle of a large fields of plains. Um, it's flat, very kind of hilly, and in front of you, you see the town. It has wa uh, wooden walls all around it, and there is a moat and a drawbridge uh, down with two guards standing in front of it. I'll tell him to keep an eye out for Oak for sure. That dude means As business. you approach, like, hey, 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 state your business. Kind guard friend, sir, I would like to get into town. Sir, um... Because I want to get into town, Sir, we, we obviously notice you want to get into town, but sir, please cooperate. State your business while you're coming to our town. Uh, see, I don't have any business. I, I've got, I, I, I've got this, uh, I've got this, uh, date with my buddy. You see, we're, we're friends, and I want to talk to him about things. Yeah, make a deception check. It says right here I'm really persuasive. Oh, you, you want to try to... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll. I don't know if that. I don't know if that comes through as I'm talking to this guard or not. Uh, well, you uh, are kind of on the lying side, but I, I'll let this be a persuasive check. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, he rolled a fifteen. That was actually kind of high. He leans in closely. Ooh. All right, sir. Have a good day. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and walk right by us. You can please enjoy the town. Welcome to Flashbacker Town. Uh, home of many meats. Hmm, that sounds pretty good. How much? How much gold does this dude have on have on him? By the way, uh, you're gonna have to make an investigation check to find that out. Oh, that sounds like a pain. Okay, we're moving on. Um, uh, right when you walk in, you this town is fairly big, but it doesn't look enormous. It's not one of the biggest places you've been in before. It is only a town. You notice right from the entrance of where you entered, there is a, a hotel inn called the Mother Goose Inn. You also hmm. notice there's a court, uh, not a courtyard, uh, a fountain in the middle, uh, courtyard. Is that a courtyard? I don't remember. Uh, uh, like the, uh, a courtyard is like a, uh, it's, some, it's similar to like a, a, like a plaza. Yeah, there's a courtyard. <laughs> I think I think those two terms could be kind of interchangeable. There's a center of town area with a fountain in it. Sure. <laughs> um. And there's a even larger building even past that fountain. Uh, you could ask for directions to see what's going on. Um, you could go into the Mother Goose Inn or just just go anywhere. I mean, I guess I'll go. I'll head to the inn, wait it out. Uh, all right, you walk into the inn, and there's a elven woman uh, standing in the front desk. And she sees you, and you can kind of see her just wide-eyed for a second and she's like oh oh hi uh, uh, uh hi um my name's eliza uh what can i do you for uh hold on your voice is hi eliza i would like one whole room please uh okay um can i ask for your name yes you can uh what's your name um i don't have one you 
You don't have a name? No, you can call me whatever you want. It's fine. What do you mean you don't have a name? You must have a name. That not do you, do you think everybody who walks in here has a name? You think everybody who walks in here wants to tell you their name? Alright. Listen, Eliza, I just want a room. Alright, um, yeah, I, I can get you a room. Uh, one second. I need to talk to the barkeep. Uh, she points to this hallway that leads to a pub. Oh, there's a bar, thank yeah, God. Yeah, it's connected to the, uh, the inn. She's like, I need to talk to the barkeep real quick, see if we have any available rooms. Uh, she walks over to there. Uh, do you follow her? Or do you wait for her? Uh, how much gold does she have in her pockets? Nick, tell me. In what world have you looked at someone and noticed how many dollar bills they have in their pocket? Oh uh, well, you know, I kind of have, kind of have a special. I have a special set of eyes. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you every time that it's not possible to figure out how much gold they have unless you start pickpocketing them. Well, there's probably gold behind the counter, but what the hell? I'll uh, I'll follow her into the bar because I'm thirsty. Okay. Uh, she's talking to uh, this another dwarf running this bar. Uh, this one looks about the same height, uh, but a bit older, uh, grayer in the hair, and scrunchier in the face, more wrinkles, bigger nose, and they're kind of whispering to each other. And she's like, okay, uh, we do have one room available. Uh, please follow me. Sure. As you start heading back towards the end, you do hear a giant knock at the beginning, uh, not the beginning, at the door of the end. Oh, no, it's not Oak, is it? And it's frantically hard knocks, and the barkeep from the bar also runs to the door, and Eliza's just kind of peeking out. They open the door, and you see this soldier carrying what you can just just notice from this man. He's a short man, not a dwarf. Um, He's just very short. Uh, You think maybe a gnome? And he's wearing this... uh, cloak of some sort and the guard's just like ma'am excuse me ma'am this this man uh he was he was just passed out outside the woods he has a burnt uh hand and i'm guessing a couple of broken ribs um take him to the third room on the right that room's available don't worry and she goes to you there's still another room available um i'll tend to his wounds shortly after and the guard takes the gnome up there Eliza then gives you your key, and she says, Okay, uh, your room is the seventh door on the right. Please enjoy your stay. Uh, sorry if this doesn't really happen, and uh, I gotta get going and see, uh, take care of him. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll take, uh, yeah, go go ahead and take care of him. That sounds like a plan. I gotta, I, I would go to sleep. You see, I've gotta, I've gotta stake out the night here. I gotta, I gotta find a spot that's the best. Does my room have a window overlooking the courtyard? Um... In fact, it does. Yes, it does. Since your room is on the very end, it looks over the... So this this inn is uh, two stories tall. All the rooms are on the second floor. And yours is on the very end. You can probably guess that it's above the pub if you're looking at, like, floor plans from above. And your window does face out towards the the courtyardy area. Uh, You hear the guard open the door and then run downstairs. Um, And then Eliza quickly uh, runs after him, and you hear them whispering. They say, The man that I just housed here, I think he's one of them. I think he, he said he doesn't have a name, and he's wearing a duster. I think he's one of them. And the guard's like, one of the four? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll alert the mayor then, real quick. 
that's useful knowledge. I, I didn't know I was part of such an exclusive club. All right, so the next step, he's one of them. Where did uh, where did Eliza go? She ran back up to uh, the room where the gnome was. And the soldier? Uh, he went outside. Soldier went outside. I'm going to follow the soldier. Uh, make a stealth check. Sure. 13. Yeah, that'll do it. Stealth, a two times stealth. Uh, so uh, that would be 15 total. Is there anything else that I add? Uh, you would add your wisdom modifier. Wisdom. Oh, wisdom's minus one. Um, so 14. Yeah, regardless, it passes. It's a high enough roll at this level. Um, and you follow okay. him without being uh, noticed. He goes down to where the courtyard is. He follows it, goes down even more where there's this bigger uh, wood cottagey-like place. And there's two guards guarding that door. He whispers to one of the guards, you can't quite hear. And they let him through. All right. So um, I got to follow him, follow him again. If you choose to. Okay. So he, wh- wh- he, what did he, he like disappeared into the rabbit hole or? Uh, he what? walked into this large building that's being guarded by two other guards. Oh man, I got more guards. Mm-hmm. Well, all the guards in this town are my friend, right? Uh, one of them was. Is it, is it the same dude that's working out there? Uh, did they switch like, uh, I don't know if they're like lifeguards or something like that. They like switch and. Uh, the one that was your friend is still at the, the main entrance of the. Oh shoot! That's no, that's no fun. Okay, uh, can I sneak into the building somehow? You can certainly try. How are you going to sneak into this building? I don't know. Are there any windows? Yeah, there are windows. This is a two-story cottage-like building. You could you survey the uh, around, and there is what you can assume is a cracked window east side of the uh, building. There are no guards around that you can tell, and probably prop yourself up there by using a couple of crates that are on the side. Okay, perfect. Crates are fine. I was going to pull out my. Uh, uh, my pogo stick out of my rucksack, but uh, now you keep uh, that handy for something else. It's probably going to be easier. Yeah. All right. Once you enter, you're going to have to make another stealth check. Okay. Uh, oh, minus one was some ten. That's not going to do it. Oh shoot. Uh, right when you enter, uh, this hallway, from what you can understand, um, you're sneaking along this hallway, and you see stairs in front of you. You hear the guard running through, not the hallway you're in. He's running downstairs. And you see him run through. And as you're following him, uh, he knocks on uh, onto this door, and he's he gets let in. And you follow him. What you can see from this crack of this door has left open. You see a this uh, large man wearing what you can guess is nice clothing, and the guard is frantically talking to him. And as you're listening, make a Constitution check for me, saving throw. Uh, eight. Constitution plus zero. So eight. You get knocked out. 